this with life like this with life like this with life like this with life like since I met Jesus my life has been nothing but elevation and promotion sure there's been some rough times but I wouldn't trade it for the world so come on this journey with me let me take good morning good afternoon good evening good night whatever time you are listening this is the rich talk podcast with your host Mike Carter of course in the rich talk podcast talk is never cheap always rich I am really excited about today I am excited about what we are going to talk about today I'm just going to tell y'all now God has given me a revelation that in all my years of studying on finances and wealth and riches and increase literally this is something that I've never seen in the scripture it's a scripture that I've read many times I think I've taught it before but I never saw what I'm about to teach you today until this week before we begin, I'm going to ask you to please go and subscribe to the Rich Talk Podcast if you have not already. This may be your first time listening. If it is not your first time listening, thank you. I appreciate you being a return listener. Uh, but still, even if you haven't uh, subscribed, please go and subscribe. Those of you who have, thank you again. I appreciate your loyalty uh, and your consistency in uh, even entertaining my voice on the topic topic of Kingdom Wealth and Riches. Also, if the uh, podcast has been a blessing to you, please give us a five star rating on all of the streaming platforms, that whether it's Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Google, even if you're on Anchor, no matter where it is, please rate us five star. We would really, really appreciate that. Uh, I pray that I'm giving you five star content and in return, you would give me a five star rating. All right. How are y'all doing today? This is releasing on Wednesday. And so I am sure that you guys are excited about hump day, a couple more days until the weekend. Uh, if not, get excited because you need to be excited. You, uh, Dr. Thompson used to say, get excited because you're about to be united with wealth. And so I'm going to say that same thing to you this morning, especially with this particular podcast topic we are talking about. Today, we are talking about the resurrecting power of the seed. Boy, do I have a treat for you guys today. I'm so excited. I can't I can't even contain my excitement with this particular topic. I want you, if you will, in your Bible to turn to John chapter 12. And we're going to begin reading at verse 23. I think we're going to read from 23 to 26. Before we go there, the book of Proverbs says, uh, wisdom is the principal thing. So in all you're getting, uh, I'm sorry, it says wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Uh, I find that it's hard to gravitate to or consistently operate in something that you don't fully understand. If you have an understanding of it, then you can participate in it more or you can choose not to participate in it more, depending on what your understanding of the situation yields to you, what information it yields to you. You can determine whether you're going to participate or not. And so it's very key for us to understand things. The Bible says uh, through wisdom, a house is built through understanding it's established. And by knowledge, all of its chambers or rooms are filled with present and precious riches. So wisdom, knowledge and understanding literally build whatever it is you have a blueprint for. 
And so today, what I'm going to teach you is all about you gaining understanding of what happens when you sow a seed. There's a resurrecting power at work when you sow a seed. And I want you to see this in the scriptures as clear as day. Okay, I'm going to read it to you in the New King James Version first. All right. And then I'm going to read it to you in the NIV version. All right. Let's read in the New King James. It says in verse 23, but Jesus answered them, saying, the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. Verse 24 is, is the is the first that we want to plant our flag. Verse 24 says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Now, I want to read you that in an NIV version and you will understand how your seed has resurrecting power or how there is a resurrecting power at work when you plant a seed. Verse 23 in the, new, in the NIV version says, Jesus replied, the hour has come for the son of man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only, watch this, a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. People of God, God opened my eyes to this scripture in such a marvelous way that I just got to share with everybody I know. So all of my listeners, pay attention. Clearly here, God is saying that a seed that does not die cannot be multiplied. Does that make sense? But here's the key. How does that seed die? Well, in verse 24, it says it has to fall to the ground and die. In other words, it's got to be planted. Come on, somebody. I hope y'all with me already. If it's not planted, it remains only one seed. It's not going to be multiplied. But once it is planted, it dies and therefore has the ability to produce many seeds. Okay. So what happens literally when I sow a seed, hear me well, people of God, remember we talked about understanding because a lot of y'all are not getting involved in the sowing principle, the seed time and harvest principle, because you don't know, or you don't understand what is actually happening when you sow a seed. God is telling us in this particular scripture, it's actually Jesus talking. He's telling us whenever you sow a seed, whether it's a physical seed, like an apple seed or orange or whatever seeds you sow in the ground in order for them to produce a crop. As long as that seed is on top of the soil, it's not going to die. So it's not going to multiply. It's not going to produce more of whatever it was that is designed to produce. But the moment you put it into the ground, come on, church. That's when it dies. Why is it important for it to die? Because that's when the resurrecting power of the Holy Spirit can then touch that seed and cause it to resurrect in a multiplied form. That's what happened to your finances when you sow seed. Your seed literally goes into the ground. It dies. And the only way God can resurrect something is it has to die in the first place. Glory be to God. A lot of y'all got living money. You ain't allowed your money to die yet. You're trying to handle the money the way you want to handle it. You're trying to do it the way you want to do it. You're trying to uh, uh, work four and five jobs and you're trying to get all kind of overtime and you're trying to do all this stuff. You, and the whole time that money is steady living, that money is steady living, meaning it's not being positioned to be resurrected because in order for something to resurrect, it has to die. Right now, this particular passage of scripture, Jesus is literally talking about himself and he's saying, my father literally 
The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. In other words, my father literally understands that I myself am a seed. And if he wants to get more of me, he has to plant me so that I can die. And then he'll resurrect me back and produce more Jesuses. So the whole reason God sent Jesus into the earth is because he was a seed that God was planting. He, the, the, the earth is the soil. God planted the seed of Jesus Christ into the earth. He was killed, murdered. We know how it was. He was crucified on Calvary. He went into the ground and that's when God could resurrect him back in a multiplied form. So now that Jesus has been resurrected back, he is no longer one Jesus. He, he can now be multiple Jesuses through us. That's the seed time and harvest process. People, let me tell you something. When you sow seed, you're putting that money into the ground where it can die. That is the only place God can touch it. That's the only place where God can exact his resurrecting power on your seed. So every time you sow, you are sowing a seed that is going to die for God to resurrect it back to life. You are getting involved in the principle. You are doing your part. God cannot resurrect it until you sow it so that it can die. So you holding up the process. You get mad at God because your money's not multiplying, but it's not God, it's you. Because you're not sowing it to where it can be involved in the principle and the process of seed time and harvest, which is sow, die, God resurrects it back into a multiplied form. Let's look at it again in the text. In, in the New King James Version, it says, verse 24, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. The NIV says, um, very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. The reason why it can produce more seeds if it dies is because God can then come in and resurrect that thing back to life. Let me let me prove that to you. Go to Second Corinthians chapter nine in verse 10. God connected these dots for me because I preach this scripture so much. I, I, people probably didn't tired of hearing me preach 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. But it's such a powerful scripture where your finances is concerned. And I'm about to connect the dots for you right here. Because we just saw in John chapter 12, verse 24, how God says that when you sow a seed, right, it goes into the ground, dies, and then more can be produced, multiplied, right? Well, if you don't sow it, it remains a single seed, right? And I'm going to show you how when it goes into the ground, it's not just the seed producing. It's God touching that seed for it to multiply and produce. Watch this. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse 10 says, now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply. Watch this and multiply the seed. You have what? Sown. And increase the fruits of your righteousness. He multiplies the seed you have sown. Bingo. Now we got an understanding of how that happens. When we sow a seed, it dies. The death of that seed enables God to multiply it back to you. If it, if it never dies, God can't multiply it, which is why you have to sow it. Because the only way a seed can die is if it's sown. Glory, I'm preaching better than y'all shouting right now. The only way a seed can die is if it's sown. It's not going to die if you don't sow it. It's going to be alive. It's going to be in your pocket. It's going to be in your hand. You're going to go spin it on some tennis shoes. You're going to go spin it on something that is not beneficial to your financial increase, right? 
you're going to eat that seed. You're going to go to Root Chris or Red Lobster, my mama's favorite restaurant. I don't know why she loves lobster. She thinks Red Lobster is the only place that sells lobster, but that place is nasty to me. But anyway, if she want to go, we take her because we know she loves that place. <laughs> but you spend your money on all kinds of things. You put it, you're involved in this stuff that God can't do anything with it in. This is why it's so important to sow. Because when you sow seed, you invite God to supernaturally get involved in your finances. You invite God to supernaturally put his imprint on your money. When you sow that seed, it dies. At that moment, God comes and he resurrects it. God only can resurrect back to a new form which you let die in your life. Glory be to God. Let's go back to John 12. I want to show you something in John 12. because, it, it, And I'm, I'm about to touch on your life now. I'm about to touch on you because some of y'all aren't letting things die. I hear the Holy Spirit saying some of y'all are not letting certain things die. Therefore, God can't resurrect it back to a glorified state. See, Jesus was was in, in the earth, was not yet in a glorified position. That's why he said in verse 23, the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. Okay. You want your finances glorified. You want your life glorified, right? Well, you got to die to some things. You got to let some stuff die in your life because God resurrects the dead. And we're trying to keep too much stuff alive that God said you need to let that die so I can resurrect it back to a glorified form. That relationship you and you need to let that die so I can resurrect it back to another relationship. Uh, the, the way you handle your children, you need to let that die so I can resurrect it back to another way. The way you handle that sickness and disease in your body, you need to let that mindset, that paradigm die so that I can resurrect it back to healing because I died for your healing. I took stripes on my back for your healing, right? Everything that you are trying to allow to continue to live, God said, you need to let that die because once it dies, I can then resurrect it back with resurrecting power to bring fruit into your life and glorify that area of your life. Look at this. In verse 23, it says, the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. Verse 24, most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Watch verse 25. He who loves his life will lose it. He is literally telling you, let your life die. Let it die. If you want to keep it, well, keep it. But it's not going to be resurrected back to glorified state because I can't resurrect nothing that's already living. You're going to have to let that thing die in your life. You're going to have to let... Your flesh die. You're going to have to let everything that God is, does not like or is not like God, you're going to have to let it die because then God can resurrect it back to a different form, a glorified form and make it way better than it was before. He can give it new life. I just heard God say, I'm about to give your finances new life if you would sow the seed. The Bible says it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. You got to get your money involved in God's kingdom financial system for him to give it life. He's trying to give life to your finances. But if you don't sow that seed and enable it to die, he can't resurrect it back and give it life. The kind of life he wants it to have, the supernatural life. We work so hard, man, and we, we, we put all our financial dependency on our ability to work and get things done. Why when God has given us a supernatural system that if we just get involved with it, we can partner with the Holy Spirit and he can put his super on our natural and we can have our work ethic. But at the same time, we can have seed working for us that don't require no work ethic. It just requires us having faith in God, which is a real issue. Most of us don't have faith in God, which is why we don't get involved with the seed time and harvest system. That's why we don't sow. Therefore, our money can't die. Therefore, God can't resurrect it back to a glorified state and multiply it to where it is super abundant to where we have 
money that don't even make no sense to where we have finances that we can't even explain. Aren't you tired of your money being regular? Aren't you tired of having regular finances? Aren't you tired of the same rat race every month you're struggling to pay this person, struggling to pay that person, you living paycheck? To, aren't you tired of that? Well, it's time for you to let that paradigm, that mindset die. It's time for you to let that uh, uh, that belief system that you have die. It's time for you to die with the seed that you sow. Because when you sow that seed and it goes into the ground and it dies, God can resurrect it back to an unlimited multiplied harvest. Okay. But Jesus said, he who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. So, so Jesus is also telling us that our lives need to be a seed that we plant. Let it die and he'll resurrect it back to a glorious place. Okay. Now, I want you to see in Romans 8, and then we're done. This, this is a quick work. This is, this is a quick podcast. It, it don't take all day to, uh, to get your point across, especially when the Holy Spirit is giving a revelation. And this word is drenched in revelation from the Holy Spirit. So I expect y'all to listen to this over and over and allow the Spirit of God to speak to you through me. He's saying things that I ain't even said. Romans chapter 8, verse 11. I just want you to see how the Holy Spirit is the one who does the resur resurrecting. Romans chapter 8. Verse 11, it says, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Y'all, the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you is the resurrecting power of God. Remember when uh, Mary, when Lazarus had been dead for four days and Jesus told uh, told Mary that I'm about to resurrect that boy. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. And, and Mary was like, I know he's going to get up at the resurrection when it comes. Uh, she was expecting the resurrection to be an event or a date that happened later. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. In other words, what he was saying to her is that resurrection that you think is an event that's coming later on. That resurrection is a person who is here now in your face. So if you believe that he is going to get up at the resurrection, well, you need to know that the resurrection is here so you can believe that he's about to get up right now. You've got resurrecting power living on the inside of you. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you and he raised you from the dead. Second Corinthians 517. If any man, I'm sorry, first Corinthians 517. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. When you got saved, the resurrecting power of Jesus Christ resurrected your old man and brought him and made him a new person. You plus Jesus said the world has never seen before. That's why the Bible says you're a new creation. You're something newly created when you couple yourself with Jesus Christ, when you accept him as your Lord and Savior. That same resurrecting power that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of you, resurrecting everything in your life that you allow to die, resurrecting everything in your life that God says that needs to die, this needs to die, that needs to die. And you know what else he's resurrecting? He's resurrecting your finances when you sow that seed. When you sow that seed, the resurrecting power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you now has the ability to get involved and can raise that seed back up to a multiplied seed. I want to see what my finances look like resurrected. 
I want to sow a seed and I believe in God that that seed will come back in a resurrected form. And I want to see what that looks like. I look at my life now and I can see what all the seeds that I've sown, how they've resurrected back into a life of pure beauty, man. I got a beautiful wife. I got a beautiful house. I got a beautiful baby boy. We financially are in a good place. I got a beautiful car. I'm about to buy her a beautiful car. Like just everything is just beautiful. Relationships are great. Influence is great. Uh, the Kingdom Billionaires Club is flourishing. Everything is just great. Why? Because I've sown so much seed that the resurrecting power of the Holy Spirit is touching that seed. I'm telling y'all, this is a life-changing word. And if you don't gravitate and hold on to this, you are missing out. You've got to understand what is happening to your seed when you sow it. You are giving the resurrecting power of the Holy Spirit the opportunity. You are giving the Holy Spirit an invitation to raise your money from the dead into a multiplied state where you not only have one seed that's alone. I know you sold one seed baby but the holy spirit got a hold of it when he died and multiplied it into a thousand ten thousand twenty thousand seeds that now you got twenty thousand seeds planted instead of one and you can get a harvest from twenty thousand seeds instead of one seed in jesus name i pray that you're blessed let me pray for you right now father we thank you this morning for the resurrecting power of your word the resurrecting power of your spirit we thank you for the resurrecting power of your presence we thank you that you've given us this revelation, Lord God. Help us to have a bulldog tenacity to continue to chew on this word. Help us to listen to this podcast over and over and over and over so we can hear from you clearly what it is you want to say as many times as you want to say it. Thank you, Lord, that we have understanding that when we sow our seed, resurrecting power takes place because that seed dies. Help us to let whatever in our life die that needs to die so that you can resurrect it back to a glorified state. We honor you today, Lord God. We magnify you. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm going to leave you with this, with this word. What do you need to let die in your life? I know we're talking about money and I know we're talking about seed time and harvest and letting that seed die. But what else do you need to let die in your life? Because once it dies, now the Holy Spirit can come and resurrect it back. And that thing you've been trying to hold on to, not letting it die, thinking that God can't give you something better than that. God's saying, let it go. Let it die. And I promise you, I'm going to give you something far better. The harvest that's going to come from you allowing that thing that you plant to die is going to be far greater than what you ever would have thought it would be if you held on to it. All right. That's it today for the Rich Talk Podcast. I am Mike Carter. This has been Rich Talk, where talk is never cheap, always rich. Until next week, I love y'all. Be rich and have a great, great week. Eyesight 2021, I'ma show you what this life like, what this life like, yes sir. This what life like, life transformed the Mike Carter from Mike, Mike. 2020 gave me 2020 eyesight. 2021, I'ma show you what this life like, this what life like.